0: Loudit Podcast Hello, 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 and kedu, welcome (laughs) Welcome, welcome Welcome back to another episode of Loudit Podcast I am Ned and sir And Um Excuse me what episode number is this what is today's episode number have you checked go and check please <laughs> because this is episode 33 and i've mentioned this on instagram on a, a post not long ago check it out at loud it podcast um and i love the number three so 33 it just means a lot to me. <laughs> I just love the numbers so much, it's so beautiful to look at. It looks just so perfect and oh thank you guys for listening up until this point and sharing this moment with me. if you're a new listener, welcome if you're an old listener, thank you so much for for sticking with me on this journey and I hope to keep on growing more and more and yeah just I'm excited I have a few ideas or plans in store hopefully they they work out and they come to fruition but I have a few ideas for the end of the year slash early new year we'll see if they materialize you'll find out anyway so this week, what are we going to be talking about? Sorry, I'm still lost in the fact that it's thirty-three. Beautiful. Do you guys have numbers that you feel follow you around, and or and or numbers that you just love? Like you just see it and you will just you feel complete. Or your favourite numbers? Do you have a favourite number? Tell me, tell me what it is and why. Why is that your favourite number? What has has it had any meaning or impact, or is it literally just your favourite number and that's it? Is it your birthday? A lot of people, I feel like it's their birthday. And maybe that's where mine's come from, because I've always loved number three, because I'm the third child, I'm always in friendships with threes, and yeah, of course my birthday, right? Anyway, back to actual things that people probably will be more interested in. (laughs) Oh, um, actually, before, before I really start, I was watching old videos of myself, and I'm so animated. I am so, so animated when I speak. It's a lot. If my hands aren't moving, my face is lolla gagging about, and yeah, I'm just, I can't. I'm very an animated person. I didn't realize until I, I really watched back. I, I knew I am now, but I, I didn't realize I've always been. Fun fact are you? <laughs> Um okay. So a couple of weeks ago, I don't know how long ago from whenever this episode is coming out. Um but a few weeks ago I was at work and we had a a little thing, a little shindig, a little offsite day, which was good. And something was mentioned during one of the, the talks by by someone, right? By this lady. She said a study was done by a guy decided to stand outside a shoe store and asked women for their mobile numbers. Apparently he got ten percent uh, wait, wait, wait. he got ten percent when standing outside of a flower shop but he actually got sixty percent of women's numbers when he was standing outside of a florist deep that I mean like it's really not that that much to be deep in, don't know why I'm really acting like it's that much, um, but I was really thinking about it, because firstly, I actually didn't know women still really give out their numbers like that, unless they feel scared, <laughs> uh, unless it's, yeah, unless they feel scared, or of course, if they know the person, that's different, I'm talking about strangers, if you see someone, okay, fair enough, they're really, really good looking, okay, makes sense, but if they're not your type and you're not scared of them, why else are you giving your number? <laughs> or are you telling me all 60% found this man supposedly attractive? Maybe, maybe. I just thought it was a really interesting study though because it really showed, it's really the art of perception and how things are marketed. Because of course, you know, flowers, we we see them even how everyone thinks of flowers pretty it's beautiful um it may be some people's allergies but that's not how it's typically marketed okay <laughs> um but it, it's just like okay because he was standing outside of a florist a flower shop that you feel like maybe he's a he's a loving man he's A guy who pays attention more he's a guy who this is all what was coming out of um, what was understanding from the work thing by the way Um, but you feel like he's also what else what else Um, what else could I actually say he's yeah he just like gives to the woman like he's very much a gift giver maybe a random gift giver um, and he really just treats the woman he's with well. That's I think that's the perception you get outside of that shop. Whereas standing outside of a shoe store, you might think, like, oh, he's just there buying for himself. Oh, he does this a lot. Oh, he's a player. Oh, like, why is he here? Why is he bombarding me here? It's just not a beautiful environment. I guess that's that's the... that's That's the... That's the message behind it. Tell me if you guys have thought about this sort of thing before. And how things are marketed. I guess it really goes to everything though. Because even let's say bedding companies. They'll talk about you know white fluffy clouds. Or they'll show clouds in their in their logos. Or maybe not. The, maybe their logos yeah. Maybe. Um, but also in their branding. And their adverts. TV adverts or... You know, the adverts where you see them when you're driving on the road, you see off street adverts, right? Or at the bus stop, those sort of things. And they'll have white fluffy clouds and you think, oh yes, that must be very, that that's a bed. Because you want to be sleeping on clouds. Or that's a pillow, you want to be sleeping on clouds. But if they use a pillow for chocolate, you might be confused. It's little things, really little things and yeah i think i think those who are in the whole advertising and marketing industry you have a really interesting job and i'd like to understand more about it like the logic it does it is it a case of there's a lot of brainstorming and then you think of these ideas or how does it really work anyway that's just misha so i just wanted to talk about that talk on that topic for a couple of minutes there Anyway, moving on swiftly, uh, the Chinese government. So I read online that the Chinese government owns nearly all of the giant pandas in the world. American zoos pay up to $1 million a year to rent each one. I'm going to say that again. The Chinese government owns nearly all giant pandas in the world owns guys owns them and American zoos pay up to 1 million dollars a year to rent each one oh god oh lordy lord we are really in the ghetto because how can they own nearly all giant pandas These living things that are meant to be living their own lives. This is the problem with humans. We believe we own things. And that's what... (laughs) I'm going to take this so left. But that's my problem with men in government. (laughs) Men in government who are always giving rulings to women. This is my problem. Because the man always thinks that they own things. (laughs) Why do you think you can own the panda? Do you think the panda doesn't have their own life? Do you think the panda was born to be owned by you? Do you really think that's why they were brought into this world? You really think you, you this small little pekin, are the one who should own that big thing? Why do you feel the authority? Sir! (laughs) I'm really blaming men for this. Oh, God, don't chat to me today. Because I'm joking. Anyway, that is a that is something that goes through my mind, though. Because men are so problematic in different ways that I always think about. And we're always trying to undo the wrong. <laughs> Women, tell me if I'm wrong. I, I can hear people already saying that I'm wrong. It's okay. I know some of you agree with me. <laughs> my problematic statements, anyway. But, yeah, that's that's a little bit crazy and we just had COP26 not not long ago and what we're I think what we should all have learned by now is we have the solutions to help ourselves with the whole global warming and climate change it's just the governments don't want to do them <laughs> that's the real issue and let's take it back to the men again <laughs> I'm sorry, but in most of these countries it tends to be the men in charge, so that's why I go to the men. But yeah, we have we have the... We actually have some of the knowledge to help ourselves with climate change. But the governments are not going to permit them. They want to act like they're helping. But when they really hear of major drastic ways, measurements, to help, they won't do it. That's the that's the real tea. And that's on what? Mary Had a Little Lamb. Um, what? You know what? In the future, we're going to come back to this whole, and that's on period. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. And that's on, you know, all that kind of stuff. And be like, ew, that's so cringy. Who even came up with it? To be fair, whoever came up with it, good on you. You, you did something there, clearly. But, yeah, everyone else saying it, ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so global warming, climate change. Whew. And what's what's people's what's people's thoughts on, you know veganism, right? When I think of climate change, I don't know why. After a couple of minutes, my mom, my mind goes to veganism. and I'm wondering, there are different levels of veganism, right? I could just ask my friend this. I'm just going to say it for now, but I can ask my friend this, but with the different levels, you know how, I think, I think, I maybe I'm very wrong for saying this, but maybe the name, the word veganism needs to be rebranded to plant-based, I think someone else said this to me, yeah, one of my friends, one of my sister's friends once again said this. And I think they may have a, a slight point to this. I think the branding for veganism has been unfortunately stretched by certain extremists, and so then it makes it look worse. Because, how I personally think of veganism, I do my mind does go to extremist attacking views, unfortunately, and I think it's just because of the way it's been portrayed. Um, because I think a lot of people, because of veganism and, you know, being spoken more and more, have started trying to live a more healthier lifestyle, or, like, healthier in terms of thinking of the environment more, um, thinking about their bodies more, and everything like that, right? So there are positives to it. But there's always this negative undertone of, I think a lot of people who aren't vegans, feel like they're being preached at and they're being like attacked to a certain extent and if you really deep it it's not it's not the the common everyday vegan that's really attacking anyone they're just living and doing what they want they will share you know things that are working for them and everyone should um but it's the the minority who have you know made it very in a in an attacking manner like where you feel like whoa like you feel like you need to layer up with a bulletproof vest Uh, and so I think that's what's tainted the name to an extent Um, but the the meaning behind it and the reason for veganism I understand it I really do I've understood it for a while now now whether I'm gonna do it that's a different question don't ask me that don't ask me (laughs) Um, I have been you know a bit more mindful here and there um but uh, I feel personally the world goes round and round because there's a food chain food cycle and we're part of it so that's my stance on it so that's probably why I'm not going to ever be you know like fully vegan unless it's you know a health like a serious health benefit where um like I am dying I'm going to keep it quite blunt and quite straightforward. That's that's probably my, my view on it at this moment in time. I might change by tomorrow. I might have a completely different view, but that's, that's my thoughts on it right now. Um, and the only reason why... No, not the only reason. Another reason why I'm not fully on the bandwagon is because I'm... You know, like, there's a lot of nutrients where I can see some people are supplementing with um you know with tablets with other forms right i'm not fully on that bandwagon either which is where i feel i would fall if i did become a vegan because knowing me i will then have a a limited diet because i don't like everything i've realized i'm more of a picky eater more of a picky eater than i ever imagined really um so then i will probably have to start taking supplements and i'm not really the biggest fan of it because realistically The food is there. Go and eat the food. It's not everyday supplements if you can help yourself with it. Of course, not everyone can. makes sense. But I'm saying for myself, I know how I would be. Um, But who knows? In the future, maybe my kids will come up to me like, Mama, I don't know why they're going to be Southern. (laughs) I don't know why they're going to be American Southern. They're going to be like, Mama, you know what? I'm going to be vegan today. Okay, stop it. Anyway, um, that's my two cents on it, and I shall move on, because a topic I've wanted to talk about for a little while is King Richard, and I've waited, I've waited to talk about it, because it's finally, well, finally just came out on the 19th of November, I haven't watched it yet, but I am so excited too, and I feel like everyone should watch it as well, I don't know why I'm acting like a promoter, like I've been paid to do this, but the story that I've heard so far around Venus and Serena Williams and, you know, how their dad has been a very, very hardcore coach, um, it just sounds very interesting. And we, we see the women they are today, so it's very, yeah, it's just very interesting to understand how they've got there. And how they are the women they are now. And knowing that they come from, you know, an African background. And it's just, it's going. Actually, what is their background? I've always convinced myself that they were Nigerian. But I don't know where I got that from. Where are they from? Mm, ooh, her name is Serena Jamaica. Jamaica Williams? I feel like I've really just butchered that name. Um where are they from? Oh my gosh, I didn't know she was born in uh, in Michigan, in the United States. That's also news to me. Now I'm also wondering what Venus's name is. What's her full name? Let's just do a bit of <laughs> Oh, Venus ebony star Williams. Wow! that is a that is a name ebony love it star wow star with a double r wow that is that is a something and she was born in linwood california okay all right all right all right but where are they from that's where i'm trying to go to what's their background Um, so born to Richard Williams and Orosine Oracine? Yeah, Oracine Price. Okay, I'm not seeing where they're from. Um, as in like, background, their roots. Uh, I'll find it out later. Anyway, I'm really excited to watch it. And I love that Will Smith has been... Pushing it as hard as he has. It's amazing. And I don't know if you guys have watched Will Smith's channel on YouTube, like his videos on his channel. In particular, I've been watching, oh, the best shape of my life. Wow. So good. But that's where I saw more posts about um, v- Venus and Serena, about, of course, King Richard. And yeah. If you guys have already watched it, tell me if you thought it was any good, tell me, I was going to say tell me if I should watch it but you don't need to tell me that because even if you say I shouldn't watch it I'm going to and I'm probably going to love it. I hope you guys all loved it though and I can't wait to see the rest of the cast. I want to see who they put in it and yeah I know that Beyonce's song um, and she's been singing bits to the beckon track for the movie uh yeah i cannot wait but yeah on to will smith best shape of my life if you guys haven't watched his videos on that too on his youtube channel amazing understanding the way his mind works amazing i'm gonna give a few spoilers right now so in one of the one of the videos he's talking about how how he became a people pleaser and this is so interesting to me because I'm also a people pleaser, but I don't know where mine's come from. But his one, I mean, my one did not come from the same source as his. His one is very much a drastic case. And just to explain a bit further, so he has two other siblings, a brother and a sister. And I'm not sure if I'm getting this the wrong way around or the right way around, but his brother is fight. His sister is flight, you know how you're fight or flight in a situation, so they're fight and flight and Will became the people pleaser. Now how this happened was when they were younger, when they were really little, I think Will was maybe around 7 years old, something like that, and he saw his dad strike his mum and yeah he was being very abusive to the mum, it wasn't unknown to them. The mother would always fight back, just so it didn't sound like the dad was just hurting her, and she wasn't doing anything. Like she would try to show, give that impression off. Oh, sounds so sad. Um, but yeah, but in that moment, that that time where in particular they all saw the mum get struck by the dad, uh, that's that's when they sort of gained their three personalities fight flight and pleaser so Will Smith felt like as long as he was being the comedian being some kind of a showstopper performer putting on a performance all the time then his his dad won't do that to his mum because it'll take his mind away it'll make him happy it'll make him laugh and so he felt like any time his mum was beat beaten up by the dad that it was his fault because he wasn't doing enough to to stop it. He felt like he wasn't performing well enough. He wasn't taking the mind away. He felt like it was his duty. And it makes so much sense to how he is even now, just from what, what what we're seeing. Child, we do not know the guy. You guys listening, I'm pretty sure we all don't know him, right? But it's very interesting to hear that. And then the other episode still of um best shape of my life he's talking to his three kids trey willow and jaden so trey being the oldest the son jaden middle and willow the the youngest of the three trey was uh will's previous with his previous partner and then willow and jaden with jada pickett spiff who is Will's current wife, right? His wife. Don't know why I said current. Um, but yeah, just explaining his mindset and where he was in in his life and in his mental state with each of the kids. Wow. Wow. I think the one with Willow hit me the most because we saw her doing Whip My Hair. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. Just whip it we'll be real good so we saw her right with that whole stage and she was what was she like nine years old and i remember when she did shave her hair and i did think wow this kid is young to be shaving her hair off like completely we all saw her with like the sides of it shaved and the back of it but she always had like you know the middle front bit and that was willow that was her look ha. <sighs> I can't even imagine how much pressure she was going through at that time. But Will expressed this one time when, you know, Will... No, Willow was at the height, the peak of it, with whip, whip my hair. And she had a tour to do around... It's either 18 or 30 cities, something around that, right? A tour around multiple, multiple locations. And she came back after it may have been the first performance and she said daddy I'm done and finished I finished and in her mind she thought it was like you know like you just perform and you, you you stop when you want to like you're done and she thought she was done and she felt in that moment because Will said what do you mean you can't be done you have to do all these other performances like you've already agreed to them and you can't go back on your word and she felt in that moment that her dad wasn't listening to her and didn't care about how she felt so what she then did was realized okay whip my hair is all about my hair so then she went and shaved her hair off because no hair no whipping right and it's when Will saw her I think in the kitchen and he came like he would just came down to emotions because he was just like, my little girl has shaved off all her hair. What did she do? And that's when he that's when he realised and felt emotions because he was like, she had to do something so drastic just to get me to feel. You guys watch it yourself. This is obviously me paraphrasing in the best way I can remember. I've watched it a little while ago now. So that's just me paraphrasing what's what's still in my mind. And it's crazy. It really is crazy. That this little kid had to go to such great extents just to feel feel heard. Something that she probably thought was fun at the start, like whipping her hair about and dancing and singing and you know all of that, and then it it just it became something way more than she ever knew it could ever be and she just wanted to be a kid you cannot blame her for that mad ting you guys check it out and once you do tell me what you guys think as well i'll be really interested to to hear about this and on a final note so i posted a little while ago i think it was on the 13th 13th of november saturday the 13th and oh another three (laughs) sorry three 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 okay moving on i actually sound like a nutter when i talk about threes so let me let me compose myself um but yeah on saturday the 13th i believe i posted something on the on my instagram account loudit podcast check it out and the post the post actually doesn't really say too much but the actual picture that i posted it said, the world is yours. Now, this is something I'm going to talk about in the future. But, you know, I think that's a very nice thing to say. But is the world really yours? I lied. The world really isn't ours. Let's be honest. We're being puppeteered in very many ways. Like I've said in I don't know what episode number, free will isn't really that free and i don't know whether to keep it at that or expand a bit more you guys just go and listen to my old episode about free will and whether it's really free and yeah so it just made me think about (laughs) about my own post the world is yours it's fantastic i hope it can be and yeah you can make small elements of it yours and make your own story I don't know why I've gotten into this whole motivational aspect of it. That was not my, that was actually not my plan. But yeah, make it yours. Do what it do. Do what you gotta do. And yeah. (laughs) I'm going to stop talking because I'm going to go very, very sidetracked. I can, I can feel it in my own, my noggin. Oh, by the way, final note, I promise. I joined the gym not long ago, well actually a few weeks ago now, yay me, well done, well done, and yeah, my friend who has been on the podcast before, Stephanie, check her out, remember her YouTube channel, Catch Our Space, and yeah, she really put the gym into a new light in my head, because gym shouldn't be just, you know, just difficult. You should enjoy it because, at least for me, I should enjoy it because that means I'm going to go more and it means it'll become more of a a regular pattern for myself because I just enjoy going there. And what I do at the gym, yes, I'm working out, but (laughs) my favourite machines allow me to watch stuff on my phone at the same time. That's what I enjoy. So, yeah, find your own way, become... You know a bit more agile do a bit more exercise but do it your own way and make it count for you don't listen to other people people always like to impose their whatever they want on you good for you you're up to that fantastic is that what you did at the gym wonderful of course you know people are always trying to help and I like advice in terms of you know sending me a I did this at the gym you should try this because i know you like that kind of stuff i love that i love that but you know people who are just being very critical about your gym attendance child that's between me and the gym that's between me and my membership you didn't pay you don't you don't really need to talk about it (laughs) okay now i'm really done hope you have a good week as always happy monday or happy whatever day you're listening to this and yeah enjoy the rest of your month I will speak to you guys next week anyway. I don't know why I'm acting like it's the end of the month. Bye!